His time in hockey seasons from 2012-2013 Chicago Blackhawks. After a strike-shortened season, the Blackhawks chased the cup again three years after ending a 49-year drought. On September 13, 2012, all 29 league owners authorized Commissioner Gary Bettman to lock out the National Hockey League Players Association upon the expiration of the NHL Collective Bargaining Agreement on September 15. Fast forward to January 6, 2013, after a 16-hour negotiating session, the owners and players reached a tentative agreement for a 10-year deal. The NHL announced a 48-game schedule consisting solely of intra-conference competition. After a disappointing exit from the 2011-2012 playoffs at the hands of the Phoenix Coyotes in six games, the Blackhawks got to work to get back to the Stanley Cup Finals in the short season race of 99 days. Through the month of January, the Hawks started out strong, going 6-0-1 with two shootout wins and one shootout loss and leading the Central Division by three points over the Red Wings. In the short season, the Blackhawks would go with a two-goalie system, Corey Crawford, being an experienced Chicago netminder, and also veteran Ray Emery, who'd been to the Stanley Cup Finals once before with Ottawa. After a strong first month, the Blackhawks kept rolling in February. In 13 games of the month, they lost only two in the shootout and had three shutouts. The blistering pace had given them a 14-point lead over Detroit. Wow, that's a great start. For the season so far, they haven't lost a game in regulation, regulation going 17-0-3, an incredible start to the season. Moving to March, the Blackhawks are looking for more wins. Add another four wins through March 8th with a loss to the Avalanche to go 24 games to start the season without a regulation loss. That set the record at the time and represented half of the 48-game season. Incredible. It's been 348 days since the last time they lost in regulation, back to March 25th, 2012 versus Vancouver. Overall in March, they went 9-5, but still held a 17-point lead over the Red Wings in the standings. April was a bounce-back month for the Blackhawks, going 10-2-2 with three shutouts to end the regular season with a whopping 17 points over the St. Louis Blues in the central standings. Their 36-5-7 record was the best in the league. Their 149 goals was second in the league. 97 goals against led the league. The power play percent was low on this season, only ranked 19th with a 16.7%. But their penalty kill was strong, third place overall with 87.2% killed. First round of the playoffs, the Blackhawks met up with the Minnesota Wild. The Hawks were way too much for the Wild, and Chicago won easily in five games with a combined score of 17-7. to Next up was the original six rival, the Detroit Red Wings. The series started out well for the Hawks, winning game one, four to one, but then the wheels fell off. Lost games two, three, and four by a combined nine to two score, and they're going back to Detroit for game five and a possible elimination from the playoffs pretty quickly. Hawks jumped out to a quick 1-0 lead in the first, but Detroit came back in the second to tie it with Chicago. And Chicago scored the final three goals to run away with Game 5, 4-1 to stave off elimination, at least for this game. Through two periods of Game 6, the Hawks fell behind 2-1, but scored three goals in the third, including a penalty shot goal from Michael Froley to get up 4-2, get up 
Detroit scoring in the final minute to close it out, but the Hawks held on to win 4-3 and forced a Game 7 back in Chicago. Chicago scored a goal in the first minute of Period 2, and the Red Wings scored in the first minute of Period 3 to tie the game at 1 through 60 minutes. We are off to overtime. Just 3 minutes, 36 seconds at overtime, Brent Seabrook set the home fans happy with his first of the playoffs and clinched the series in seven games. That was That was a close one. Next up in the Western Conference Finals is the defending Stanley Cup champs, the Los Angeles Kings. The series was pretty even on paper. Hawks squeaked by the Kings in Game 1 and 2, and also in Game 4 and 5, with the Kings winning Game 3. So the Hawks took it four games to one to return to the Finals to face the Boston Bruins. In Game 1, the Bruins raced out to a 3-1 to lead, but the Hawks stormed back with two goals late in the third to tie it at three, or off to overtime. Took three overtime periods, total of 112 minutes of hockey on this night, but Andrew Shaw ended it at 12.08 the third overtime to take Game 1 for the Hawks. Marion Hosa had a strong 10-shot night, and Corey Crawford faced 54 shots. Game two was a defensive battle with the Hawks scoring in the first, the Bruins scoring in the second, and we're off to another overtime. Daniel Paye scored at 13.48 of the first overtime to tie the series at one game. Uh, Tuka Rass stopped 33 of 34 shots on this night. Back in Boston for game three, and it was all Boston on this night with the Bruins scoring two in the second to take the game 2-0 and lead in the series two games to one. A little fisticuffs to end this game. We'll see where that takes us with Brad Marchand and Andrew Shaw dropping the mitts with just 12 seconds left in the game. Maybe this will get ticket to the next game. Game four back in Boston was a, a wild back and forth game with 11 total goals scored and a lot of lead changes on the night. The first ended with a 1-1 tie and the second ended 4-3 for Chicago. Boston tied it up early in the third, but Chicago came back to take the lead at 11-19. Boston tied it again less than a minute later, and we're off to another overtime. At 9.51 of overtime number one, Brent Seabrook scored the winner. A 6-5 win, sending the series to a best of three. Game five back in Chicago had Patrick Kane score his eighth and ninth of the playoffs to take a 2-0 lead, but the Bruins cut that lead early in the third. But Chicago scored an empty net goal to win the game 3-1 and take a 3-2 series lead heading back to Boston for game six. Bruins started game six strong and scored a goal partway through the first with Chicago answering in the second to keep it tied after two. Boston took the lead at 12-11 with the Milan Lucic goal, and the Hawks were on the ropes with less than eight minutes to play. Down 2-1 with under 90 seconds to go, the Blackhawks pulled goalie Corey Crawford to get the extra attacker. With that extra attacker on, Jonathan Taves found Brian Bickle in front of the net for the game-tying goal with a 1-16 remaining in the game. Just 17 seconds later, Dave Boland on the side of the net for a perfect place to get a rebound off a shot by Johnny Oduya to get the go-ahead goal with just under one minute to play. A fifth Stanley Cup title in team history was pulled out from the grips of defeat. A celebration ensued as the team got their second championship in four seasons. How about some stats for the season? 
So for the season, Patrick Kane led the team with 55 points, with Jonathan Taves a close second, 48. Both of them still average you know, a point a game over this whole short season. They both tied with 23 goals, with Marion Hosa pulling up in third, netting 17 goals in 40 games played. Duncan Keith led the Blackhawk defenseman with three goals, 24 assists for 27 points, and tacked in 31 penalty minutes. Two goalie system worked well for the Blackhawks this year with Corey Crawford ending with a 19-5-5 record, 1.94 goals against, 9.26 save percent. Meanwhile, Ray Emery had a sparkling 17-1-0 record with a 1.94 goals against, 9.22 save percent. It was quite the year in nets for the Blackhawks. For the playoffs, Patrick Kane led the team with 19 points in 23 games. Patrick Sharp led with 10 goals in 23 games. Corey Crawford played in all 23 games and had a 16-7 and record with 1.84 goals against average and a 9-3-2 save percent with one shutout to boot. How about some stories for this short season for the Blackhawks? So backup goalie Ray Emery was the first goalie in NHL history to begin a season 10-0-0. He actually reached 12-0-0, and he ended up finishing at 17-1-0. Dating back to the 2011-2012 season, the Blackhawks had 30 straight regular season games without, with at least one point. The second longest streak in NHL history, the 79-80 Flyers, had a streak of a whopping 35 games in a row. Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves tied for the team lead with 23 goals. It was the sixth straight season where both players scored at least 20 goals to start their NHL careers. In 2012-2013, Brian Bickle had nine goals in the short 48 regular season games. Then he had nine goals in the 23-game playoffs. For the rest of his career, he had 11 playoff goals in 52 games, so it was quite the playoff run for Brian. Patrick Kane won the Conn Smythe Trophy as the most valuable player in the playoffs. He scored nine goals and added 10 assists. He finished strong, scoring two goals in the first 15 games, then scoring seven goals in the final eight games of the playoffs. Nice run for Patrick Kane. Patrick Sharp is one of only four players in NHL history to score 10 playoff goals in a season where he failed to reach 10 during the regular season. Others were Sergei Fedorov in 97-98, Claude Lemieux twice in 94-95 and 85-86, and John Drews in 1989-90. This was the fifth Stanley Cup in the Blackhawks history. In their second and fourth seasons, they would win another in 2015 to make it three wins in the six-season span. How about some quotes on this season for the Blackhawks? So Corey Crawford, there's some players, they're regular season guys, and there's some players who are playoff guys. I feel like when it comes around to the playoffs, that feels like my time. It brings the best out of me. How about Joel Quenville on Ray Emery's 45-save performance against Calgary during the season? That was criminal. They've got to call the cops after that performance. He stole two points. He was spectacular. But Duncan Keith on the 24-game unbeaten streak, we're proud of it, but it'll be nice to move on. It's hockey. We've lost games before in our lives. It's not like we're going to sit here and cry. There's another one from Corey Crawford on hearing the fans chanting his name. 22,000 people chanting that. Maybe caught 
a couple seconds of it. It felt good to have our crowd behind me. The 87th Chicago Blackhawks season started with an incredible streak and ended with maybe the craziest 17 seconds in hockey history. Hockey Seasons is created by Derek Mallitz, original music by Shane Ivers. Research for this episode came from NHL.com, Wikipedia.com, StatMuse.com, SharperSports.com, HockeyReference.com, NBC Sports, and WGNTV.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.